You are listening to the Life Reconstructed Podcast with me, Teresa Amaral Beshwaite, grief expert, best-selling author, and widow. I'm so glad you're here because in this and every episode, I shine a light on the widowed way forward. Hello and welcome to episode six, Don't Believe Everything You Think. In this episode, we look closer at our thoughts, how they're different from facts, and how to become fierce editors of our own thinking. In episode three, I shared how the brain changes with grief, and I suggested a three-step process to help you better manage your grieving brain. Step one was observe your thoughts objectively. Write down what your brain is offering you without any judgment. Step two, think about what you think about. Is it true? Is it useful? Look at each thought and decide whether you want to keep or delete it. And step three, think true thoughts intentionally, on purpose, and regularly. And in today's episode, we're going to focus on step two of that process, thinking about what we think about. In other words, deciding which thoughts are true and useful. Has anyone ever told you to never believe everything you think? Most people are not taught to question their own thoughts. Thoughts are simply sentences that our brains are offering us, and they just seem true. But in reality, we mistake thoughts for facts, and that's a huge opportunity for growth and healing. Separating facts from thoughts is a powerful and potentially life-changing exercise. And the first step is to understand the meaning of a fact. A fact is a statement that can be proven in a court of law, and all people on earth would agree on it. Here are some facts. A spouse died. Sister-in-law sent a text message. I live in the house we shared. Now here are some thoughts. He should have never died in that way. She was so disrespectful. I'm all alone. Another example is body weight. The number on the scale is a fact. It can be recorded and proven in a court of law, and everyone on earth would agree that the scale does say that specific number. How we interpret the number is a thought. We tend to make the number mean that we're maybe overweight and unhealthy or less worthy than someone who weighs 20 pounds less. Separating facts from thoughts is powerful because although the facts are the facts, they're unchangeable and they're often outside of our control, our thoughts about the facts are always 100% optional and within our control. If you go to a buffet style restaurant, for example, you expect there to be a wide variety of offerings. You would probably walk around, see what's there, and then decide on the foods that you like that serve you well. And of course, you would not choose the foods that you don't like or maybe that you're allergic to. It would be very strange to walk in the door and stand over the very first platter you see and assume that that's the only option. Of course it isn't. Well, our brains are thought buffets. There will be the first option, meaning the first thought your brain offers you, but it's never the only option. Thoughts are infinite. 
As we learn to be better eavesdroppers on our thoughts, we can begin to question what else might be true. We can begin to observe how each thought plays out in our lives and more on that in future episodes. We can exercise our power to choose thoughts that are both true and useful, which is to say that we can become fierce editors of our thoughts. This is the path forward. This is the way to feel better today. And this is the way to truly live again, to live a life you love. Remember, thoughts are not always true or useful, but they are 100% optional. So today, write down the thoughts your brain is offering you and circle the ones that are facts. The rest are thoughts. Can you see how some of your thoughts may not be true? What else might be true? What if the opposite were true? My brain used to suggest that I could never be anything but miserable because he died. I thought that was a fact. Eventually, I began to see it as a thought and over time, I began to challenge it. What if the best way I could honor him is to figure out how to live my life fully? If you feel stuck in your grief, questioning your current thinking is a powerful exercise. I'm so glad I eventually questioned my own thoughts, which is to say that I'm so glad I was willing to be wrong because the thoughts my brain was offering me were simply not true and did not in any way serve me. In fact, they kept me in a prison of my own creation. If you're ready to find your own thoughts and hold them up into the light and really examine them, this podcast is for you. Be sure to click subscribe so you don't miss an episode because there's much more to come. And in the meantime, know that I believe in you and I'm here for you. Take care. If you found this podcast helpful, I invite you to join Life Reconstructed, my coaching program exclusively for widowed people. It will help you step forward toward a life you will love again. Simply go to thesuddenwidowcoach.com and click work with me.